Who Am I? I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. We're an award-winning visual marketing agency. We help brands and businesses create content that helps them stand out on social media, be it video, animation, aerial work, photography, graphics, all sorts of different types of stuff. However, a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not every brand, not every business, especially smaller businesses, were in a position to spend money on a regular basis, having content created for them consistently. It's nice to have, but generally the money went elsewhere. So what could they do themselves that wouldn't cost them anything? I sat down, I created a process, I called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. And it's basically the process I use with all of my customers, all my clients, every business that I work with. And it's a process that allows you to understand what content you can create yourself for free, my favorite four-letter word, but most importantly, helps save you a bit of time as well, makes the content that you've got work harder for you so you are saving time um, and so on and so forth. I turned it into a number one book. It went to number one on Amazon. You can still download it right now for like 99p. It's a bargain. It's available down in the section below. Go click on the link in the section below. I think it just says my book and then there's an Amazon link, 99p. You can't go wrong. Um, And it takes you through the whole process, everything from planning your marketing all the way through to podcasting and all the other stuff that you could do in between as well. Like I say, the most important thing is that you are creating content on a regular basis. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. Um, First things first, though, we're going to talk about Dog Day. Today is Dog Day. It's International Dog Day. And like loads of people have already seen it on social media, posting photos of the dog, maybe their dog wearing a hat, their dog wearing a silly outfit, whatever it might be. We all know that kind of content performs particularly well because it connects with the audience. The audience see it and they go, oh, it's a dog. And then they, they, they like it. Or maybe people have been searching the fact that it's dog day. And I want you to think about why people connect to that and maybe don't connect to your usual content. What is it that's different about that piece of content to the stuff that you're normally putting out? You've got to find what the difference is. For me, when I post stuff about family, it performs really well. But when I post stuff about business, it still performs great and really well, but not as well as when I post maybe like a picture of Max. And the the actual description and everything else could still be very business-based, but why does that content connect better with people than something else? And it's finding that reason that will help you make your content connect on a regular basis when you're putting it out. And then I'm not not saying that necessarily you have to be always posting pictures of animals and all that kind of stuff, but it's finding that emotional connection. What is it that you can emotionally connect to your audience with? Be it a photograph of yourself, but the wording on the photograph turning it into a meme is more emotive to the people getting to see it. Remember, we all buy on emotion, be it a spare of the moment, we want to buy that thing, or be it something that we've contemplated for a long time, there is still that emotional connection between me and parting with my money. And everybody is the same. Everybody buys on emotion. So what is it that you can put into your social media that will allow them to buy into the value that you've got to give, will allow them to buy into your brand, allow them to buy into you personally, if you are your brand? What is it that will connect people to you? What is the pain that you are removing? Put that into your social media content, and you will see it fly more than usual. 
And that's why I wanted to talk about the fact that it's dog day, because that kind of content really does connect with people. So you've just got to think, right, okay, take myself away from this. Why is my content not necessarily connecting with people? Okay, this might be the reason why I am not emotionally connecting with my audience. So how can I emotionally connect with my audience? How can I draw them in to the stuff that is really valuable to them? You might post a photograph on on Instagram that just doesn't engage the audience, but the actual description is what you want people to, to actually consume. The description could be amazing, but unless you're going to draw them in emotionally to that piece of content that you've put out on your Instagram feed, they're not going to even bother reading the description. So you've got to think about emotionally connecting everywhere so that people are drawn into your content, are emotionally connected to your content, emotionally connected to your brand. And eventually, at some point or another, when you do say, I have this product and I'd love you to buy it, they're willing to pay for it. And that would be amazing, wouldn't it? Depending on what the product is, at least then you start to make some money from the fact that you've put all this hard work into your social media. So think about your content today. Sit down after this live broadcast and think, right, how how can I make my content more like dog, cat, monkey, whatever, animal-based content? I'm talking about dog specifically because it is dog day. But what can you do with your content to draw people into it emotionally? People are emotionally connected to dogs. So what can you put into your content that will emotionally connect them to your content so they want to consume more of it? And that doesn't mean putting animals into every single bloody post that you put out because that will also fail as well eventually. Okay, hopefully you're going to go away, think about it, sit down, think about how you can emotionally connect with your uh, your audience. If you're not too sure as well, you're, not, you're like... I'm a bit confused about how to do this. Speak to an expert. I'm not suggesting that you come and chat to me. It would be great if you did. We can sit down. We can book a one-to-one. We can have a proper chat about your brand, about your business, what you can do differently. But it doesn't have to be me. But there are experts everywhere. Make sure you get an expert who actually knows what they're talking about. But sit down with somebody and get them or get ask them to help you understand how you can emotionally connect with your audience. Because every business has a different pain point they need to remove for lots of different people. And so you need to suss that out and then actually start creating content that will remove those pain points for people. Okay? Brill. Right, we're going to move on to questions now. If you've got any questions, even if it's about emotionally connecting with your audience or about social media, about video, stick them into the comments and I will do my best to answer them that I possibly can do. Um, first things first, I did have a question come through the other day and I, I took a photo of it because I couldn't remember the name of the person. A bookkeeping side hustle asked the question on Twitter the other day. Um, can you tell me how to add subtitles to videos? I used Camtasia to edit if that makes a difference. But I need details like you are explaining it to a five-year-old, super detailed. Okay, I'm not going to go super detailed on this video, but I'm going to give you the basics and then I will come back to you and we can have a bit more of a detailed chat about this. So I use a website called rev.com, R-E-V.com. There is a link to it in the section below. That link will save you some money because what rev.com do is they take your video file that you've created on Camtasia or whatever other editing software that you use and they will transcript it. They will create a caption file that you can use 
on that video. Now, Camtasia and a lot of other editing softwares, you are able, if you want to, to put that file into the editing software and then mix the video down with that file connected so that you have like burnt in subtitles, for example. Uh, however, to make life a little bit easier for you, rather than expecting you to do that because you probably don't know the ins and outs of Camtasia on that element very well because you're asking the question, what I would suggest you do is you use rev.com. They create a file for you for $1.25 per minute of video. So if you've got like a 10-minute video, it's going to cost you like $15, but it's probably not going to be a 10-minute video. Let the lorry go past. Um, so you've got your, your 10 minute video file, you've got your 10 minute caption file, and when you upload it to Facebook, when you upload it to YouTube, when you upload it to LinkedIn, you are able to add the caption file that rev.com have sent you on email so that you can have captions to be turned on or off on that particular channel. And um, the great thing about YouTube and about Facebook is you can add a caption file at any point, so even once your video is live you can still get a caption file and upload that caption file to that video and it will still be there. You can still see the captions, the subtitles. LinkedIn's slightly different. You can't edit a video after it's gone live. You can't add a thumbnail. You can't change anything. So if you want a caption file on a LinkedIn video, you've got to have that caption file as and when you're uploading the video piece of content so that you can add the caption file and then the captions can be played on the video when they're watching on LinkedIn as well. So it's, that's a bit of a convoluted way around it, but I can give you a more detailed explanation on one-to-one. -one. But that's what I would recommend to anybody. If you're looking to do captions at all, go to rev.com. Use the link in the section below. When you sign up, you will save some money. And also, I'll get a little bit of an affiliate as well, which would be fantastic. Um, so you'd be helping me and saving yourself some money. Laurie's going past consistently. Um, but yeah, go and take a look at the link in the description box, rev.com will really help you out massively and that means you then you don't have to sit there typing out captions and all that kind of stuff okay um chris is uh joining us today he's uh he's already put the dog in a hat on a on on social media this morning fantastic and yes it did get a good response number one it's a cute dog um and number two what can you do with your content now that will help emotionally connect your audience the same way as your dog photo did have a think about it. There, there, there will be something you could do, I'm sure. I have visions in my head already. Anyway, right, moving on to the next question uh, that came through. So this one came through on Twitter as well. Uh, Amrita, who's asking the question, I'm a psychologist from India. Uh, can you please suggest ways to get connected to potential international clients seeking therapy? So for me, um, the first things first is who is your ideal client? I'm going to kind of go from my own point of view here. So I would probably suggest as a psychologist right now in the current climate and the way the world is and the way the UK definitely is right now, you want to be aiming at people who work in business, people who are working from home. The reason for that is there's a lot of people who are working from home who aren't able to work from home properly because they've got family around. I'm in the prime example of that. When Max is around, there's nowhere I can work. Or they're working from home, so they're not mixing with other human beings, so they're missing that interaction. I think there's going to be a lot of people scared about going back to work, getting back into that working environment, and so on and so forth. So as a psychologist, I think you need to be 
talking and giving value to people on LinkedIn. Get yourself onto LinkedIn, posting regular content on LinkedIn. Put most of your effort there. I'm not suggesting you completely dismiss any other social media channel because, as always, you want to remove the friction. But as a psychologist, hit LinkedIn really hard and help people with the value that you've got to give, little exercises people can do to try and help themselves, all that kind of stuff. And then dive in a little bit deeper and like contact people one-to-one once you've made an emotional connection. The thing about LinkedIn is not a case of you connecting with lots of people who are going back to the office and instantly selling to them. You want to connect to people, give them loads of value in the content that you're putting out, and then keep an eye on what people are posting. And somebody will post, I'm really not looking forward to going back to the office tomorrow. At that point, you dive in and you send them a private message and you just say, I wanted to send you this privately because I know it's a very difficult situation you're going through. Have you tried some of the exercises I've been putting out? They might help. Or if you have tried them and you don't think they're going to help, how about we maybe have a chat one-to-one, have like a free consultation, see if there's anything I can help you with. That kind of thing is probably going to build you a bigger brand and potentially bring you more customers via LinkedIn. So that's what I would recommend is you put a, a huge amount of effort into LinkedIn and then also put that content elsewhere as well. But LinkedIn's where you want to be putting your 70 to 75, 80% of effort so that you're really talking to those people on that channel, that platform, um, because it's going to be really powerful for you right now. Okay. Uh, next question. Uh, Carl, I this. Oh, yes, I remember this one coming through. Let me have a drink. I don't have the time to do social media for my business. I get home from a full-time job and want to relax. What do you suggest? I suggest that you sit back and really have a long, hard think about whether you want to run your own business. Because if you're not willing to put the hard work in to get to that situation where you're not working full-time anymore, then it becomes a bit more like a hobby. If it's a sideline business, that's absolutely fine. You still need to find time to do social media, but I understand not everybody wants to leave a full-time job. Sometimes they just want to sell cables as a bit of a part-time side hustle so that they're making some extra money. But if you want to make this your business, if you want to make this your job, you have to understand running a business is not easy. Social media doesn't do itself. You, even when you have somebody working for you or even somebody hired, so you could hire like our business to do your social media for you, you still need to have that element of hard work going in there, be it the posting of the content, be it the helping the agency understand definitely what it is that you're looking to achieve, whether it's signing off on content, all that kind of stuff. You still need to put the hard work in. So social media doesn't happen overnight. You don't create an audience quickly. It doesn't just happen like a a silver bullet. So it's not going to cure all your ills, but it can help your business massively if you're willing to put the effort in. So my suggestion to you is definitely sit back. Do you definitely want to run your own business? Is this really what you want to do? And if it's really what you want to do, you're going to have to get up off your ass, turn the telly off, Stop watching Love Island or what other crap it is that you've got on the TV and realize that 
putting an extra couple of hours working each night means you've done 10 hours in a week or 14 hours if you do a couple of hours on a weekend as well. And you're in a position then that you're building a brand, you're reaching out to people, you're being social on social media, you're giving value and all those types of things. Now, if you truly, truly don't have the time because you're running your business, you're working full time, you truly don't have the time to do social media, then you're going to have to think about outsourcing that, that task. Or, or outsourcing other tasks. If social media is something you really enjoy doing, what other things that part of your business can you outsource that maybe you don't enjoy doing? Maybe you don't enjoy doing the accounts. Fine, outsource somebody to do your accounts so that you can take that off your table and maybe use the time you did on doing your accounts because you know that's a legal requirement and spend that time doing your social media. But if you really don't have the time and you've outsourced other stuff, you're just going to have to outsource your social media as well. And you're still going to have to work with the agency or whoever it is who's going to do your social media for you, but you're taking that off your plate and then you can concentrate more on the selling and everything else of the product or whatever it is that a service that you offer. I don't really know too much, Carl, but yeah, the first thing I would do is sit back and go, do I really want to do this as a business? Because for me, somebody saying, I want to get home and relax. Maybe the business is just not floating your boat as much as you'd like it to. Maybe it is just a bit of a hobby. Maybe it's just making a bit of extra cash rather than going to be the next big thing that means you can leave your full-time job. But only you can answer that question, Carl. Okay, right, let's have a look, see if we've got any questions anywhere else. Nothing there. Let's have a look quick here on Twitter. Uh, digga, 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 digga. Nope, nothing there either. Fantastic. We have gone through all the questions, which is brilliant. Uh, thank you so much for watching. As always, if you're watching on the replay right now or you're listening to the podcast, ask your questions now. You can either email me with your questions. My email address is in the description box below. Or you can drop your questions into the comments on whatever platform you're listening on or watching on. And then I can come back to those questions and answer them in the next live, which will be on Friday. Or I can email you back and we can have a bit, bit of a back and forth on email and like do it that way. Whatever's best for you. But just feel free to ask any question about social media, about video. If you think it's going to help you brand your business right now, these strange times that we're in, I'm happy to help. Okay, until Friday, though. Thank you so much for watching, as always. It does amaze me that we still keep getting that audience coming in to watch this content on a regular basis across all the channels. So thank you so much. If you are brand new to this content, don't forget to hit that subscribe button as well. Make sure you don't miss out on any of the content in the future. Um, and until Friday, thank you so much, as always. Um, and stay safe. We are still in strange times. So I will see you on Friday. But until then, have a good one. This was a Perception Studios production. Thank you.